0: We are learning the Yud Gimel. We're starting from the bottom of Yud Be'ez and Be'ez, about 12, 13 lines up from the bottom. We are discussing the Machlux Rabbana and Rabbi Meir about whether or not it's a schus for a slave to become free. And Avgamina is the case where, where an owner appointed an agent to deliver a get shekher to, um, to his slave. And now this agent wants to become a double agent and be zocha in the get on behalf of the slave. So if it's beneficial, like the raw and hold, so then it's effective, the skiy is effective, and the owner cannot retract. Whereas, according to Rabbi Meir, this kia is ineffective because it's considered to the detriment of the slave to a certain point, in a certain aspect for him to get uh, freed, and therefore the owner could retract until it actually gets to the hands of the of the of the slave. So the Quran says, Tanya Rabbi Lazar is Isn't it a benefit for this for the slave? She goes, for him to become free, like clearly this should become, this, this is a benefit. Freedom. Rameir no, said, it's a disadvantage. If he was a slave of the coin, so he has a right to eat Trimah, so now when he becomes free, there's a psuh, there's a, there's a disqualification that is calling on him now from eating truma. So said back, mom Shalom, rashai. Who cares that he would have been able to eat truma?" But the master always has the ability not to give him food. So you can't say that it's a disadvantage to lose the ability to eat shrimp because the master is within his rights not to give him food. So how's he gonna get shrimp if his master is not giving him food? Submarine so mayor said, Ma'ilu have a coin Well, he could be a Kohen slave and he could run away. Then his master can't find him, so he's not giving him the free he's not giving him freedom. And hypothetically, this slave can eat shumah. If someone has uh, pity on him and gives him some shrimma, he'd be allowed to eat it. Or let's say I have a, a wife of a Kohen who rebels against her husband, she runs away. Husband cannot find her to divorce her. They'd they both be able to eat matrima. But this slave is not going to be allowed to eat mom. If someone is okay in the Getrechor, because he won't be, he won't be the slave of the of the going So obviously there's a problem here with the exchange between the rabbanon and Rabbi Meir because they're not, they don't seem to be. Um, like relating, speaking to one another, right? Rabbi Meir seems to be talking about about, about him running away, and Rabbanan seems to be talking about the fact that the, the, the owner doesn't have to support him. So the Gemara will address that in a minute. Then the Chamma continue, We do agree with her, Meir, that a divorce is to the disadvantage of a wife. Because at that point, she'd lose her slos to eat While she's married to a coin, she has a right to eat And even if she's not married to a coin, she has a right to be supported, which she's going to lose. Uh, with her With her divorce, so the Chachamim agree by a wife getting divorced that we lose that, that, that the losing of the uh, of the support and the losing of the right to ytriuma, both of those points to certainly are, are considered to be to her disadvantage, and therefore you cannot be Zolche in the get for the wife. however, the Rabut are disagreeing by um, the owner, and the reason why they 're disagreeing by the owner is because they hold by well, the owner and the slave is because he 's going to be losing. Um, Losing his right to eat teruma does not does not amount to much. So now the Gemara wants to understand here uh, the, di- the dialogue between Rabbi Lazar and uh, back to mayor. My Carmulayim What were they saying to mayor? and what was Rameir replying? So in the bottom of Yud Beizim base here, bottom of Yud and Beiz. So the Gemara says, This is what Rameir was saying. Hashivtani al You said very good about the master's food. Right? When he loses the food, that's a, great, that's a great point. I understand why that's an advantage to become freed. But ma'atoshu vini, what are you going to answer me about the right to eat truma? Meaning, you're right that you're going to lose, that, 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 that the point of uh, losing the food is not a big deal, because anyways, you wouldn't have to feed it. That's a good point. I understand that but there isn't an aspect of disadvantage of him becoming freed because of the right to eat ruma. So What are you going to answer? Maybe you're going to say by like that if you're talking about the right to eat ruma, well, at any moment, the master himself can go and force a get shechur upon his, uh, upon his slave, and that will discontinue the right to eat ruma. So the point is, since at any moment he could forcibly give a get shechur to the to this, to this slave, and that will remove his right to eat Ramah. So you can't say that he has a given right to eat Ramah, which is going away through this schia. It's an interesting practical point the is making. The fact that the master can just simply force this upon him at any second, at any moment, to become free, so then you can't say you're losing anything. With this schia, oh, you're losing, it's a huge chesed. You're losing the, the right to eat Ramah, because the master himself, at any point, even without this schia, can just throw him a gap. So if that's what you're saying, so that's what we're making a practical point, that right back, that that the slave could prevent that from happening by running away. So since the slave can prevent that from happening because he could run away, so then uh, that's considered something that, that, he can, that he can stop. So in conclusion, where are we? We're right at the top. We're turning to Yudh Yim Oman now. Rameir is making a great point. Remeyer is saying that a slave has a right to eat rima when he's a slave of the coin. And with the schirr, he's going to lose his right to eatrima. So how how are you going to respond to that, Rehoboam? How are you responding? Isn't there a disadvantage here for the slave in the regard that he's losing his right to eatrima? I ah, you're dying. The master, anyways, could force that upon him, and he lose the right to eatrima? The answer is, master can't force it upon him. He could run away. And if he runs away, then uh, there's nothing that the master can do to make him not his slave. So the Gemara, and the Gemara now continues to bolster that point. So what would be the halach of the coin slave ran away, or the coin's wife ran away before the husband could divorce her? They would continue. continue they would in fact eat ruma. But this slave that the that the shliach was zochet get for he won't be able to to eat ruma. So we see that the zghia is a disadvantage. So now the Gemara says, that's such a great point. Shapi Kamalu, where is saying, so good. How did the Rabbana respond? If you are being mafsir the Ebed from eating truma, then isn't it very clear that this is, to a certain respect, a disadvantage to the Ebed? So the Gemara says back, Ravah, tukam, Now we can finally run are at this point. Now you can understand the language of what the rabbanim were saying back to our mayor and our mission. The rabbanim responded, shehu You want to know why the slave, why the slave, why why it's considered as zchia? Because the only thing with eating truma is because he's the property of the master. So what? We didn't understand what that was saying. Okay, you're the property of the master, but at the end of the day, still, what's happening is, is that you're, he's, uh, is 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 that is is, is, is that with the zchia he's losing out on truma. So the answer is the point is he's the property. Therefore, the point is the master can sell him without him even knowing. The master is a coin. He can have here, he can take four Zuz from Yisrael and say, okay, I've sold you. And now that he took four Zuz from Yisrael, even a small market value, right? It's four Zuz for an F, a great deal. But the point is that he could take even a nominal fee, a small fee and say that sold him. And now he'll be owned by another coin and then he won't be able to eat truma. So the, the, yes, it's true that the evidence of a coin can eat truma, but that's not a given locked in right. Because at any moment, the coin can make a deal with a non-coin. And even if the slave is not there, even if the slave did threaten this point and he ran away and he's trying to say, hey, I'm holding out because you're not going to be able to force my freedom. Maybe that's a great point. You're not going to give him a get, but you could always be the at his right to eat truma simply by selling him to a, uh, a non-coin. We're at the top of Yud Gimmoham moment Al. So the Gemara now asks, we ask on Rameir. Okay, so that was, we don't want to ask how Rameir responds. Evidently, that's like a creative trick to do such a thing. But now the Gemara says, Ul Rameir, Tenech Cohen, Koin, Avit Yisrael Michael and now we ask a more basic question: If it was an Evid of a Cohen, you're right; it's a disadvantage to become free because you might lo- be losing your right to eat trimmer. Fine, we can understand where Rameir is coming from, but if he's married to, but if it's owned by Yisrael and Evid Yisrael, there's not even an aspect of disadvantage of losing your right to eat trimmer. So how's mayor going to respond in a case of Eved Yisrael? mayor said unequivocally in all cases that that, that, that it's a disadvantage for the Evid to become free. Why is it a disadvantage for the Eved to become free if it's an if it's an evad Yisrael? Because an Evid mm-hmm. has a heter to marry a slave woman. A, you know, he doesn't have to marry a regular Jewish girl, he can marry a slave woman. So now, that's a schus, that's like a good thing for but he, he likes that. He, when he becomes free, he loses that. He loses his ability to marry a slave woman, and therefore it's a, to his disadvantage to become free. So the Gemara has the obvious kasha. You're you being mad to to marry most Jewish girls. So in other words, why would you look at it like a disadvantage that he can't marry the slave woman if it's to his advantage to marry any other Jewish girl? So it's a, it's a trade-off, but wouldn't you say it's better to be free and marry anyone than it is to be, uh, to be a slave and, and limited to a slave woman? So the Gemara says no, he actually prefers that. A slave likes the so he can enjoy with the slave woman. It is sheep to him, she's always around for him, and she's more promiscuous. So therefore what we're saying is that the slave woman, the desire for that is actually stronger than the desire to marry a regular Jewish girl. So therefore, is making a point, that forget about the trauma business, even if it's an even if even if it's an Eved Yisrael, but with the Evid would actually prefer staying in Evid. So once we got to this point, we now get a whole new understanding of Ramiya's opinion. It's interesting, Ramiya. It's like there were you know steps and progressives here. You know, is it? In conclusion, let's let's make a summary of what we have. Everybody agrees it's a, it's a disadvantage for a wife to get freed to get to get uh, divorced because she loses her given right or a certain right for support, as we spoke about. And uh, everyone therefore agrees, Zechia in a get is ineffective uh, to, to make the wife divorce. What about to make a slave free? So the rabbinus say it's to the advantage of the slave because he has no given right of support. So going free is great. Right? Now suddenly all of his earnings will be for his own, uh, his himself. But is, 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 is said no. Why did Ramayor say no? Why did Ramayor say it's to the, it's to the disadvantage of the slave to go free? So he made a few points. Initially he was arguing because he loses the right to, to eat ruma. Now that wasn't such a great point because the master can free him at any second. So then Rameah said, "Yeah, but he could run away." But then you could say back, "Well, he could sell him to an ongoing." So 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 therefore that kind of muted the conversation at that point. And then even if it's not an nation's going, Rameah holds it as a disadvantage because the slave actually prefers having the freedom to be with a slave woman. Okay, continues the Mishnah. Someone said to Shliach, "Give a gad to my wife." Or, an owner says, Give a document that frees my slave, give it to my slave. So, the shlichos has been chal, the guy is a shliach, he's in route to give the get or the The problem is that there's a death. There's a death. The owner or the husband dies. So the halacha is The is not able to give it achar What's the reason? The reason here is because look, take a look at Rashi. It's actually a pretty famous Rashi. Lo The is not a get until it reaches the hand, the hand of the of the wife. At that time, the husband or the uh, or the owner in that case has died. His Rashus is paka. It's a fascinating thing it's is that once he, once he died, so now the slave is already, is already not under his jurisdiction, but once he died, you know, so the wife has already, has already become free. So it's interesting that Rashi says it that way, because you could have heard that there's something, uh, there's a couple other reasons why it shouldn't work. Number one, shouldn't the shlichas be battle? Is there shlichas for dead people? Okay. Interesting, interesting thought Rashi didn't say. It. But furthermore, could, 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 could there be a concept of divorce once the husband is gone? Is that, or you could say that, you know, that's really what Rashi, you know, that's really what Rashi is saying here. It's an interesting, it's an interesting question. Mean, it go to the or whatever? Oh, right, 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 right. It's a good, it's another good point. I think he does go to the Arshim. I think he goes to the Arshim. but the point is hagufa, that's what Rashi means, pakale. Since he goes to the Arshim, he's not the owner to free. Pakale Rishuse means, it doesn't, it doesn't matter if the slave is free, it means his Rishuse is Pakah. That's the way where Rashi says it. Okay. Now, continues the Mishnah, in contrast, let's say somebody somebody told the shliach, it's a monetary thing. He says, give a mana to so-and-so. Give a mana, and he dies before the mana got him. Here, there's a difference. The shliach is able to give it even after the person died. So why is it different, right? What happens when the guy dies? What happens to all his money? It goes to the arsher. So just like the case with the slave, you say, okay, it's no longer his, therefore the shlichos shouldn't be fulfilled. Why is it different here with the money? Why are we saying here with the money that the the, the money should be transferred still after the person is dead? Why don't we say it's no longer his money? So that's going to be the problem. We're going to to see that in the gemara. So first, the gemara qualifies the case of the Mishnah. Again, the safe of the Mishnah is when you're dealing with money and, and the owner of money said, I want you to give the money to so-and-so, give a money to so-and-so, and then he died. The din is, don't give it. Um, the din is, I'm sorry, rather give it even after he died. That's what we have to figure out why, but first the Gemara qualifies. This is only true if the coins were piled in the corner. So what does that mean? In other words, you're dealing with a, a, a tangible coin. You identify the money that you want he didn't say, in other words, he's not saying give him, give him an abstract sense, give him money. He's saying, I want those coins in the corner. Those should go to so-and-so. That's the qualification. Now, we have to, it doesn't necessarily make us make, understand the Mishnah, because still, nonetheless, there was no Kenyan. It didn't go. And once he dies, he's not the owner of that money. So why would you say that they should be transferred? So it doesn't make us necessarily understand it right away, but it gives us an insight into how we should analyze the Mishnah. So i my What's the case here of the Mishnah? Now in the background here is that Chazal meet a leniency that sick people on their deathbed can transact things with money even without kinyan. And the reason is, person, right? He's going to go crazy if he can't if he can't get his, his, his wishes and desires for his money out before he dies. It's very, very unhealthy. So therefore, Chazal were lenient, and they said, just with the das alone, just with the dialogue alone, it's able to transact. Regular person, obviously, that's not dialogue. Regular person of bari, you need a kinyan. When I ask you, know, what's the case in the Mishnah? If you're talking about that a healthy person. He wasn't seriously ill when he told the agent to give the money. Kitzibur may have it. Why does it help that the coins are piled up? At the end of the day, was there a Kenyan? There wasn't. Aloh Right, The guy didn't do a mishikah, meaning the recipient didn't do a mishikah on the money to acquire them. Therefore, the money still belongs to the giver. If the money still belongs to the giver, when he dies, it loses his rishos. So there's no reason why, why the shalitah should fulfill it after Miso. It cannot be rather what are you going to tell me you're dealing with someone who is seriously ill if so Then what, it's, it's true that the Kenyan would be affected through the words and therefore would be given but it's too good to be true because then the qualification is unnecessary why would I need to say that the coins are piled in the corner even if they're not piled in the corner even if I just say in an abstract sense give a and I don't say what coin it should still be effective to be given after death because we rule that the word Person are considered as if they were written and handed over. So, meaning as if the Kenyan was done. So, then as soon as you say it, you know that money should go to him. So, it's as if he's calling out money; he has the debt already. Imagine the debt was already there. Wouldn't you be able to collect the achim risa? You would. So as soon as he said, give him money the pony," the debt is automatically incurred. So why do I need the coins to be piled up in the corner? So we have the statement from the Mishnah that, 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 that if you said, give him the money to somebody and then he dies, it should be given. We, the amoram qualified, it's only because it's in the corner and we don't understand the qualification. And we've been talking about a shchemi it work without it being piled in the corner. If we're talking about a bari, it shouldn't work even if it is piled in the corner. So the Gomorrah answer Babar, we're dealing with a healthy person. This is one of the most like, um, mysterious dinim and shas. Rafuna Marav says, in the case where someone says to his friend, you have my mana. So we'll have to see. Maybe he gave him a deposit. Maybe he gave him a loan. We'll see in a second. But either way, he, he, he Reuven says to Shimon, you have my mana in your possession. Instead of you returning it to me, to Laploni, I want you to give it to Levi. So right now, Shimon has this mana of Reuven in his possession. He would have been returning it to Ruven. Ruven is telling Shimon, I want you to give it to Levi instead. The if this dialogue happens in presence of all three of them, Ruven, Shimon, and Levi, if, it's, if if the words are said in front of all these parties themselves, Kana, automatically Levi becomes the owner. So I'll call the Kenyan. The terminology here is my midshlashan in the presence of all three. The Kenyan for my mishlashan says that even without any Kenyan mashikha or anything star, just the statement that, that and tells when you, when you tell the person who has your money, I want you to give it back to so and so. There's a Kenyan for that person. <clears throat> so now the Amarim are saying that Allah is true only if the thing is intact but not if it is not intact. Now, let's understand that a little bit sharper. It's not so much about it being intact. It's about whether it was a loan or whether it was a deposit. If it's a deposit, then we assume it's intact. If it's a loan, we assume it's not intact. And what's the point of that? A deposit, it's mine. When I give you something to watch, it's not shot It's becoming yours and you're paying me back with other things. It's mine. You have a responsibility to watch it, but it's mine. So if I tell you, you, you have instructions where you went where and when to return it. So I'm giving you instructions how I want you to return it. My instructions are give it to so-and-so. So there there's a logic to say that that dialogue is so effective that he becomes the owner of it. Because it's really mine at any time and I'm just telling you how to return it. So I'm telling you to return it to there. Okay, so there, therefore it's effective. Now Sheinke, when I give you a loan, what happens is that you just have debt. Debt is intangible. It's not my money. My money is... I don't own your money now just because I lent money. The money that I lent you is yours now. You go spend it, whatever you want. And there's this abstract concept called debt. So you can't affect a transfer of debt in the easy sense. That's always the, in, the, in, in the very complex thing. How to make a kinyon on debt in the Gemara. It's not so simple. You can do it. So in this case, certainly what it cannot be done with is my mishluster. It's too abstract. I can't say my debt should go to him. It doesn't work that way. Now, I want to just... Uh, I think it's important to underscore this idea that just because we're saying my Mitch here, here is talking about things which are intact that the guy owns and therefore it's easier, it still is a mystery. Because at the end of the day there was no Kenyan. Right? I could own it. Let's say it's in my possession. Well, I don't I'm not doing even a shtar here. In other words, let's say something's in my possession. And I say, this is yours. What's the Allah, huh? It's not his? right? So here, what's happening? Yes, it's true. The thing, Reuven gave his deposit to Shimon, and it's Reuven's. I understand. that It's 100% Reuven's. The money in the corner is Reuven's. Now, Reuven's telling Shimon, re- to return it to him instead of returning it to me. Did it become Levi's? So, and again, we're saying this only because he said it in front of Levi. It's like, it's certainly still a mystery, and we're going to get to that tomorrow, that how mysterious, really, the Kenyan of Maimish is. That's not even so much our avoidance today, our Veda today is understanding that I'm a wrong with limiting the Kenyan of my and, and only when the thing is a tangible coin that's mine sitting in the corner. But when it's debt in that abstract sense, which is hard to make kinyin, so then it's not going to be a fact. All right, so that's the first understanding of the case of the mishnah. So now we understand why it should be given because it was already over to the third party. However, then the gemara gives us a different approach. Really, we're dealing still with the shchemira. If the seriously ill person told the agent, "Give him money for my property to so and so," and and then he died, then then If he specified to the person then um, this mana, then it's given to him. Mana Stam ain't no But if he said an unidentified mana, he just said, give a mana, we don't give the mana after death. Why not? Isn't that that whole din of Why are we only saying, if he said, if he specified which mana it is, then it should go. Chashinah Shemamana kavakamar? Maybe the deceased was talking about a buried mana. Meaning it was, he just said a mana. Maybe he didn't mean any mana. He meant a, a, a specific mana, which was buried in the ground somewhere, and the Shliach is not finding in which case, he's not authorized to give away another mana. So the idea that we're getting to is that, you, yes, Ashkumira doesn't need a kenya, but you've got to listen to the instruction. So if it's one that's in the corner, he says, give this mana here, you know the instruction, you know very clearly what to do. But if he says a mana, we don't know which mana he's referring to. He may hypothetically have been referring to one buried in the ground that we can't find. So therefore, we don't have a right to give a different mana instead. says so the Gemara, however, the halacha is a like, kfula we're not concerned for that. To be concerned that maybe it's buried somewhere we don't know about, it's a weird thing. We assume he's just talking about just any money in his possession. So now the Gemara says, Papa Remember, we had two interpretations. Rav Zvid said we're talking about a Bari and we're talking about the Kenyan of my Mishloshen. Papa said we're talking about a Ra, and it's working with the concern that in my, without saying manazem, maybe he's referring to a buried one. So Rab Papa didn't say like Rav Zvid. Why not? He holds that the Kenyan of my works even by alone, even if it's alone and it's and it's that. You could still do Mahima Shlashthan and tell the borrower, I want you to repay Levy instead of repaying me. So if that's the case, if we're dealing with where it's a Maya Mashlashthan type of situation, so then you wouldn't need uh, it to be piled up in the corner. Even if it would be debt, his opinion, Rapapa's Papa's opinion is Mahamashlashana still works. Remember, the whole the whole first shot is predicated on the premise that Mahamashlastan only works by 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 Picado, not by MILVA. That's exactly where Papa disagrees with. And Rasvid, why don't we say we're talking, about papa, that we're talking about a seriously ill person? And the point is, but unless he said mana we don't give it because we're concerned he's talking about some buried mana. You could tell that the Mishnah's not talking about a Why? From the end of the mission, from the beginning of the Mishnah, rather, the Mishnah said if someone told an agent, Give a cat to my wife, give the sha to my slave, a mace, and he died, so we don't give it, post the death. So we can infer time of the mace. The only reason the get's not given to the wife is because the husband died, and to give a get, lachemisa can't work. It sounds like if the husband remained alive, the agent should be giving the get. Why? Because of the instruction that the shliach gave. What did he say? He said, tenu, give. That's pretty clear. Time of It's very clear he said, give. But what if he just said, right? What if he just said kisfu lished? right again for my wife? So when you say kisfu, there's, there's, there's two ways to understand that. You could say he means to kisfu. It's like the first of two words. Or you could say, no, maybe he just wants to get to be written and then he's gonna decide himself when and where or if. The divorce should occur. So the Mishnah would be implying that it's only because he said, tonu right? The Mishnah said, he said, tonu gets You don't give it because misa. The implication is, mechaim, you would give it. And the implication is, it's only because he said, Tanu. Halom or Tanu, ain't no without Tanu, you wouldn't give it. Fine. How does that prove we're not talking about a Ashchif Mirah? Someone who just, with the implication we got we, 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 we came to is that if someone would just say, Kisu get ishi, write a get for my wife, but would not specify to give, then you wouldn't, be empowered to give it even if the husband's alive but we know now we get to the end of the argument knows him. you have a seriously ill person who's about to die and he says write a get for my wife we know that Allah is the shliach is supposed to give the gift it says in a mishnah. originally they said someone going out in chains so he's like uh, he's being executed or something or going to jail he said write a get for my wife Anyone who's around could write the get and give it to his wife. Chazrul Omar, then they added even more. Someone who's going out to sea, someone leaving in a caravan, he's going to go out to the desert for a long time. Same halacha that we are making, even if the guy just says kisfu. We assume he wants to get to be not only written but delivered as well. Even a dangerously ill person, we could assume that any seriously a person, and it means when he says kiss who kiss know. What's the insight of this? We assume they're 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 overwhelmed. They've got a lot on their mind. There's a huge imperative for the divorce to happen. So therefore, we assume, even though they didn't explicitly say, hand it over to her, it went, it's, it's, it's pretty much what they said. It's implied in their words of kisfu. So a regular person, when they say kisfu, that's not the case. A regular, everything healthy, competent, he's around. When they say kisfu, you don't give the get. You have to say tenu. If you don't say tenu, it's not explicit enough. But these people who have a lot going on and their minds are not clear, even when they just say kisfu, we understand that the instructions are to give. So now, in our Mishnah, the person said tenu. Then, when he died, you don't give. The implication is, mechayim; you would have given. But it's Mashman, you only give it because he said to no. So we cannot be talking about Ashchiv Meirah. So our Papa's whole shot is that we're talking about and he's. But still, that's why the Kenyan's happening. But if it, would, it has to say Manah a, mana, a regular Manah, you don't give because we're concerned he's talking about a very Manah, it's a wrong shot because we see in, internally in the Mishnah itself that we're not talking about Ashchiv Meirah. Says the Gemara, that all makes sense if you're going like Rabshimim and Shizuri, who holds that a dangerously ill person who said, Kisvu, you would give. Says the Gemara, the ma ma Masis and and Who told you the Mishra's was like Rabshimim and Shizuri, who holds that by Shchimera who said, Kisu you give? Dilma Maybe it's like the Rabbanan, who hold that the cool, is not by e a It's only by someone who's going to be executed or something. But, but in the case of e a if he said, Kisu Gelishti, you would not give it in which case we could still say Rav Papa's Pshat, does work we could still say that our Mishnah is talking about Ishrif Meirah so therefore we have no problem with Rav Papa's Pshat. says the Gemara now we try to get into the way that my Lashon works a little bit more what happens if someone says to his friend you have a mono from, from mine I want you to give it in it to somebody else so if he said it in front of all three people right the creditor Called the, or maybe the depositor, as we said. We're not sure if it's by Milva. So let's call it the depositor, the, the guardian, and the third party. So you said in front of all these three people, so the kenyan you know, works and automatically is acquired to the third party. So now the gemara gets into this. Amar Rafa. a picado. It's logical to assume that Rav's only talking about a picado, where, where, where it's a custodian watching something on behalf of somebody else. So it's still intact, it still is. Logically, it's very hard to say it by Milva. Why? Because milva is very hard to make a transaction on. It's an abstract to to to, to, to make a Kenyan on debt through kavimut on, That seems very difficult to say. However, ba'alokim he says, "I promise in the name of the Eved Shua, Amar Rav, I, I promise." Rav said it over, even in the case of milva, even though it's not logical. I promise that it's true. It's Marnami. It was said like this as well. If I have a Milva, alone that you owe me, to nail the pony, I would instead I want you to give back to someone so And If he said in the presence of all three people, automatically, the debt is acquired to the third party. So the Gemara now says, what time am I? What's the reason for all of this? So it's, it's, it seems and the Gemara is asking what time am I? It's asking specific to Milva, just from the flow of this. And Rashi seems to uh to, to, to seem like this as well. Rashi says, My the halesa be Those are Rashi's words. Now Rashi's very clear that the question in the Gemara is focusing more on Milva. It sounds like on Picado, there's something how to understand, but on Milva, where it's uh, where it's whatchamacallit, where, where, it's, where it's not it's not it's not intact at all, there's no real way to make the Kenyan, then that certainly has a has a much harder thing. So it sounds like the Gemara doesn't struggle so much. With, with how it works by, by, by Picard. And the question is, why not? Well, why, the Gemarsha struggle there as well. Where's the, where's the Kenyan? So there is an idea over here, Taisus talks about, that there is something, whatever is a popular Kenyan which is accepted can work. Like, for example, handshakes. Handshakes, you know, when a Khir's to do a handshake with the guy, whoa, 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 handshake, Where is it? where does it, where the Rabbanon say a handshake is a Kenyan? There's an idea that anything which is popularly accepted in society, there is a concept of that becoming a, a Kenyan as well. So it could be that the Rabbanin can create such Kenyan. We don't have a problem with the Rabbanin saying like Mayim Shlushan working like that as if it is a Kenyan. In other words, the point that we're saying is it's not, yes, it's mysterious that Mayim Shlushan is a Kenyan. It's mysterious. It's mysterious. But we can, get, we can wrap our heads around that the Rabbanan were Misaka and that it is a Kenyan. We can establish it's no worse from a handshake. Okay, we can get our heads, uh, our heads around that. But what we can't understand, what the Gemara is asking my time on, is that in a case of a loan, it's not only a question of what the Kenyan is, it's a question of, is it something that a Kenyan can work on? It's, it's debt. It's not, it's not the end. It's not something here. What am I giving you? So that's the harder problem which the Gemara, <coughs> which the Gemara is struggling with. It's not transferable in a regular method of Kenyan. So the Gemara says, however, other him disagree with Rashi. him say that the Gemara is struggling just as much with 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 the as well. From I said there's no kinian. So the it says with time amar me mar Matan it says if the debtor told the creditor at the time the money was given, shibandalah, I my my lean, my shiba is not only to you, will to anyone who comes that you want to designate in your place. Meaning what we're saying is upshot, I'm, I'm making a kinian on the debt to go from the creditor to the third party. We're not making a switch in who owns the debt. What's happening is, originally when I lend you the money, I'm creating a shiva. I give you the money and you now owe me. It's a understood between them. It's an unspoken agreement that I'm, I'm a shiba to you or anyone who you'd like me to give it to. So now we understand that you don't need a kenyan today. The kenyan happened then. The Kenyan originally, when I gave you the money, which is what the Kenyan then is for you to owe me, I give you the money, and thereby, when you accept the money, you owe me, it's an understood agreement that you owe me or anyone who I'd like you to give it to. So now, when I tell you, give it to that person, it doesn't mean I'm giving him the debt. It means I'm saying, yes, this is the person that you agreed to give it to. That's the idea of the way it works. It's really just a gile Milsa who is the third person now, and actually transferring him the debt. So that's great, but it should be limited according to your explanation that is not my is not a new kenyan of it now but it's really just being megala who the Shiva was to originally what if i give it to someone who wasn't alive at the time of the loan right you give it to, to, to it could be a loan was a 20-year debt and now you're giving it to, to, to someone who wasn't even born at the time at the time, the money was given, then it shouldn't work. Why? Even the mayor's opinion that you can be mocked on something which is not here. Let's say I want to sell you fruit that the tree has not yet produced. I'm going to sell, I'm selling you now. Making, let's make a kinyon on the fruit that the tree will grow. So the rabbanon say, "In other ma'at, the that can't work. Even Rameer, who was on the ma'at, in the kingdom, could be effective. And therefore, when the fruit grows, the seller cannot retract. But hanemilu the davar that's only true when I'm selling it to someone who's here. I'm here and you're here. The item of sale is not here. So there we say." Even Rameir agrees that a transaction is not chal to something that is not here. Meaning if the party, the recipient of the Kenyan is not here, even Rameir agrees that the Kenyan cannot be chal. So if you're trying to say, uh, I'm I'm giving you the money, who are you going to pay back? Me or the guy who's not born yet. There's no Kenyan on that. There's no Kenyan. Even Rameir would agree if the person... You need the parties to be, to be around. The item being transacted doesn't have to be around. But if the per- people are not around, then it doesn't work. So therefore, what we're saying is, you gave a nice explanation, the way the Maimish Lashon will work by Milva. The explanation is that it's as if, when you give the money, you're giving it to anyone, you owe me or anyone who, who, I, who I say. But that doesn't work if that person who I say is someone who wasn't around, and therefore it must be, there's another explanation here. So what is the explanation? Ella Amar, Abashi, Ta'af, Amin, Aleph. <clears throat> what is the idea? The idea is that there's a benefit that the debtor has right now. Why? Because when you get a new creditor, you have time. It buys you time. Why does it buy you time? It buys you time because he's not frustrated with you yet. He's a new dealer. That's the way you're still. So there's, there's a new pleasure that he has from becoming from getting a new creditor. He actually likes it. The debtor likes it. Therefore, well, what's our point? So that hana is worth money. So it's as if he gave money right now. The Kenyan is a Kenyan from Kesef. So that's what's going on now. It's like the new hana that the debtor is acquiring now. He resolves to obligate himself to the new creditor right now. Since it's his advantage. So what's basically going on is that it creates a whole new gemiras Das through the through the Hano that he is receiving, he get, he, that he now receives, he has a new gemira's Das based upon the words and the word. So let's just understand a little bit more about kinyanum now. We understand that basically words would be Koneh as long as there's something like that solidifies words. That's the idea of Kinyon. You don't need a Maisa. You don't need a Maisa. You don't have to pull something. Right? Here, what happens is the words, if they just be words, okay, words are cheap. Oh, give it to so-and-so. Oh, I agree. I'll give it to so-and-so. Where's the Kenyan? That he's the owner of the debt. But what the Gemara is saying that the Pshad is is that when the words now are something that he's heavily enticed and excited about because he's getting a tangible new benefit from getting a new creditor. So he's not stom that he's agreeing to the words. He's getting Gomar That's the Isid of Kenyan that their words are something that he can be making. So then such a thing is going to work. So now he's voluntarily obligating himself to the third party. Now, let's just understand one more thing. It would seem like it's canceling the old debt. The old debt. What's really happening then, if we really think about it, is that the creditor is being Michael the old debt, and there's a new debt that's going to the creditor, to the, to the third party. Meaning it's not really, it's a very important in the lambdas, it's not that Mayim Shlashchan that, that is selling the debt. I'm not giving or giving debt. That's not what it is. It's really canceling my debt and getting the debtor to voluntarily accept upon himself to give new debt to the third party. So that's really if you break down an analysis what is happening. But talk to Gamaramlafuna out if that's what's going on, because he's happy to get the new creditor. What if it's a people from the from the Baal Yasha family? They Alter, they tie people up. And they, they 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 smack them until they give them the money. Ha you know one's gonna be happy to have such a creditor. So if you did not slash with with the family from Ali Asher, with the mafia, so then he's not gonna be willingly willingly the government Asher. Maybe you maybe you can tell me indeed that's the case. Right? Which means that wa well, that is gonna depend who the Maimat is gonna be or if there's gonna be Allah, that it depends. If the new creditor is a nice guy. That's not, it doesn't beat people up. So then what? Then yeah, Mayim Shlashon's Kana. With, with the Mafia, with the Baal Yashif, it's not going to be Kana. The Rabban can't leave a halacha like that. The Rabban can't leave a halacha like that. So it cannot be that it's based upon that. So the Gemara just concludes, and we'll just read the opening line. Elamar the following three things, shavir Taima. They're like something which doesn't make sense. There is no real good rationale. It says, if there's Allah halacha It's not halacha It's a takana der but it says, if it is, one of them is this thing. No, not Shkiv around, Bari. Remember, Maimich Lashen is by, by, by Bari. And we're saying the idea is, even though there's not a great explanation, the Rabbanan still said it, it's effective. Now, even though we can't understand how it's effective, there's definitely a good reason why it's effective. Meaning, we understand why the Rabbanan wanted it to be that way. Taisa says, We know why the Chum did it, because it's annoying to always have to get kenya on him. So Therefore, the Rabbanan said, there are times where words alone can make a kenyan And that's where Maimich Lashen. Fascinating idea. And the Gemara's conclusion is we don't know exactly how it works, but certainly it does work.